So here we read about our Lord and what a beautiful way to connect the um, need for the church because Jesus obviously was God, could have done everything, but he chose to work through men. And without them, the work of Jesus would never have extended to the whole world. So this is important because um, this, this action, I've said before, picking the 12 apostles predates the Bible. And um, the men of the church that he chose were his first living books. So we have to understand this. This is the apostolic college that we have in our Catholic faith, the magisterium, along with scripture and tradition, um, just like the Jews. So we, we look at this that, that we get always, as, as Catholics, we hear, I'm not into man-made religion. Well, this isn't. Uh, the church isn't man-made. The church is God-made. As Jesus passed his authority that he had from himself to his apostles, who then gave it to the priests of today, <clears throat> was made by God and then passed on. It wasn't man-made. It was God made, then given to men. And this is why sacred apostolic tradition that we have in our Catholic faith, not man-made tradition, is in the Bible. And that's why Paul said, hold fast to the traditions I teach you, both oral and written. Sola Scriptura is not in the Bible. But 2 Thessalonians 2.15 shows us that oral tradition is and so i always say when you hear somebody say i don't follow the teachings of men and that's what the catholic church is i don't follow the teachings of men my answer neither do i but i follow the teachings of god as explained to the very men christ chose to teach me see the difference there Christ entrusted these men and trusted them to pass it on. Christ gave it to the apostles who gave it to the priests who gave it to us. And so Christ gave his authority and passed it down. It's kind of like the Greek greats, like, okay, I think one of the greatest Greek philosophers of all time was Aristotle. Where did he get his knowledge? Where, what was handed on to him? It was from Plato. Wait a minute, well then where did Plato get his knowledge and wisdom and how was it handed on to him? From Socrates. And so that doesn't mean that Aristotle is false, that, 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 that he was not genuine. No, he was, it was handed to him, just like our priests of today. And so go to 2 Timothy 2, verse, chapter 2, verse 2. What you hear from me, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. This is very important. Um, you know, Jesus uh, had two intellects and two wills. Uh, people say, well, 
this doesn't make sense, Father, because Jesus knew everything. Well, would Jesus have known Chinese? It says in the Bible that he grew in wisdom. How is that possible? Because Jesus had two intellects and two wills. He had a human intellect and a human will, and he had a um, divine intellect and a divine will. And he didn't always allow his human intellect to be fully flooded by the, from the divine intellect. He grew in wisdom. And this is why Christ um, spoke that he was obedient to the Father. And so this is very, very powerful. And so basically, uh, Jesus was learning. And the Greek word apostolos then means he sends them out after he teaches them. Now, real quick, I want to finish by saying, who were these apostles? I think this is fascinating. And, um, you know, Jesus picked, as you always hear me say, ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Uh, the first in every list in every gospel is Simon. Now, Jesus called him Peter, which means rock, right, or stone. Now, in John, he calls him Cephas. Well, what does that mean? That's another name for Peter is Cephas, and that means rock. And that's why when people say in Matthew 16, 18, when Jesus said, you are Peter and, and you are the rock upon which I will build my church, they say, oh, Jesus was talking about himself. Well, Jesus, it's pretty coincidental that Jesus gave him the name Peter, or in the Greek, Cephas, which literally means rock. Jesus gave him the name rock, and this says, you are Peter, you are the rock upon which I will build my church. But he wasn't talking about Peter. See, this is... You can't love what you don't know. And people who don't love the Catholic faith don't know the Catholic faith. And so this is Peter. Now, Peter is the rock. And so now, what about Andrew? This is Peter's brother. And Andrew and him together were fishermen. And so Andrew was uh, the first, really, apostle, depending on which gospel you read. Now, they came from a town called Bethsaida. And this is where Peter and Andrew came from. But now Peter is living in Capernaum, we know from the other scriptures, and that's the town where Jesus lived. So they're all from this little area. Now James and John, who are the sons of Zebedee, they were also fishermen, and they were partners of Andrew and Peter. So you have Andrew and Peter who were brothers, and you have James and John who were brothers, and they two came together to be partners. It's kind of like religious life. And so James and John, we all know they had fierce tempers. Uh, so God can work with anybody. They were known as the sons of thunder. Then there was Philip. He also came from Bethsaida. And when I was in Bethsaida, these things always came alive if you go to the Holy Land. Now Philip, we know him because he's brought his friend Nathaniel. He's the one that brought Nathaniel to Jesus. So it is most likely that Bartholomew is another name for Nathaniel. Again, depending if you read the Synoptic Gospels or the Gospel of John. So Bartholomew was probably who Nathaniel was. They came from Cana. So that's where they came from. Now there was Matthew. He was the tax collector. His other name was Levi. Now <clears throat> we go to Thomas. He was also called Didymus, which means twin. So he must have had a twin brother, but not one of the apostles. Then it says there's James, the son of Alphaeus. This is sometimes called James the Less. Not James and John, but this is a different James because he was younger. 
Then we have another Simon, not Simon Peter, but Simon the Zealot. He was next, and he would have been the enemy in many ways of Matthew because a zealot was in charge of defending Israel from traitors. And the biggest traitor to Israel was probably a tax collector. So this proves Jesus can bring anybody together, even two people who would have killed each other. And sometimes when, um, it's funny because when we think of people uh, having to put together on the same team, um, that they don't like each other, but they learn to play together um, and they learn to work together. All right, so finally you have Judas, son of James, also known as Thaddeus. Now this is a different Judas from Judas of Iscariot. The last is Judas Iscariot. He comes last on every list. At every list, Peter comes first and Judas comes last. Now, Judas Iscariot is interesting because Iscariot, really, they believe the scholars means a man from Kirioth. Now, here's what's fascinating. Kirioth was not in Galilee. It was in Judea. So it sounds like Judas Iscariot was the only one of the 12 apostles that did not come from Galilee. He came from Judea. And so this is important because <clears throat> we understand that he put himself and separated himself from the others. That's the danger when we do that. Now, when he died, Matthias took his place, which shows the apostles had the authority to replace. Well, you can't replace him. Jesus chose the 12 apostles. Well, wait a minute. One of them left and, and died, Judas. Does that mean, they said, well, sorry, guys, that means we can only go with 11 now. And when the next dies, we can only go with 10. And when he dies, we only can go with nine, so on and so forth. No, what did they do? They had the authority to appoint the replacement. This is your church today. We, our bishops, have the authority to replace in an apostolic succession their successors. And so <clears throat> this is uh, an acts of the apostles. Well, anyway, to finish, um, you know, Judas uh, chose, Jesus chose Judas knowing that God uh, knew what he would do, uh, but God would bring a greater good out of it, out of his betrayal. And so even in the greatest sinner, God can bring a greater good. And in fact, even in the greatest inner circle, the 12 apostles, the greatest inner circle of the world, there were problems. So don't worry, don't get discouraged when even within your family there are problems. Even in Jesus' family there were problems. But you don't disband the family because of it. And you don't leave your church because of Judas, or if we have a couple Judases, even within the church. You heard me say a hundred times, we don't leave Jesus because of Jesus. Uh, we don't leave Jesus because of Judas. And then last, the men that Jesus chose they didn't have any special qualifications. Uh, they were not trained theologians or high-ranking Pharisees. No, these 12 were broken. They all ran away except for John at the cross. One betrayed him, Judas. One didn't, denied the resurrection uh, or denied Jesus, Peter. Another one didn't believe in the resurrection, Thomas. So they had faults, but they loved Jesus and they were not afraid to tell the world about him. So even if you've had doubts about your faith at one time or another, don't be afraid 
to tell the world about Jesus and our Catholic faith, the only faith started by Christ himself. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life, especially by keeping the Word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our Blessed Mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.